Welcome to the Swinging Along Podcast, the most real and raw of the lifestyle podcast. Follow us on our journey as swingers and ultimate kingsters. Come down the rabbit hole of our naughty escapades and strap in or strap on with your hosts, Karen and Chris. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Episode 79. I know, we gotta adjust to doing the intro differently because we're just so used to it now that we got our cool new intro. I know, we gotta finish the outro now. We do, and I probably should record some things so it's just way easier and I'm not like flustering trying to figure it out. Uh, during mid podcast of the reads, so. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, you do a great job, and I, that intro was all you. I mean, let's be honest, it is you, literally. Oh, thank you. So, well, happy Valentine's Day. I'm sure uh, our listeners will be listening to this after Valentine's Day, but we got a little bit behind for good reason, though. Good reason. We've been a little behind on our podcasting schedule. Uh, my show, my new show has been picking up and I had to accommodate some special guests that are going to be on their, um, their schedules, which kind of pushed us back. Plus we, I know we mentioned it, I believe a little bit on the other podcast, or maybe it was my podcast. They're all starting to blur together, but, um, it's a big, it's a big, uh, year for the Danielle Banks brand. I recently just got signed by an agency and also I will be launching, hosting, and managing um, a content house uh, in and around the Atlantic City area Which in we June. mentioned. We did mention. And now this isn't a like swinger content house. This is a cam mod. Like this is for that industry. It's yes, all cam yes, models yes. and Daniel stuff Banks like that. Daniel Banks side of your life. Absolutely. Daniel Banks side. But I'm super stoked for that. But then I literally – God – I mean, you see me, I I like, I think I locked myself in the office for like a day and a half straight because I had to get contracts drafted and back and forth emails with people making sure that, you know, you're literally drafting this stuff from scratch. (laughs) Who would have known that back then when we created the moniker for you, Double Life Wife, that it would be like, it's like triple life wife now because <laughs> you have the Daniel Banks side of your life. You have the swinging along side of your life. You have the vanilla side of your life. Yeah. Like you're just like. The boring Karen. Cutting, yeah. cutting, cutting three. <laughs> well, someone was, uh, we actually, I got it. We got an email from, I'm sorry, an Instagram DM. And normally I don't really respond to all of them um, just because you can get just inundated with people that clearly, you know, don't listen to the podcast. and They're just trying to sexy chat for free in a sense but the other ones i i mostly i look over them and respond to them as much as i can and stuff like that the the funny thing is is someone someone one of my followers from chatterbait said i didn't want to say i didn't want to tag you any of this i didn't want to put it out there but you you know you you like you're using your real first name on your podcast and i said something back i was like Listen, long story short, <laughs> yes. we the podcast kind of came before – like I was always just going to be Swinger Girl when I was on camp. I didn't think I was going to be developing an adult brand and stuff like that, which no offense, most people find – not that I would ever make it that big to like – 
Angela White status, but everyone knows Angela White's real name. She has a whole Wikipedia page. You know, once you start getting to a certain way, people do find out your your like government names in a sense. So, um, I just they said that I just found it funny. He said I kept I was like double checking because I was like, wait, this says like. Karen and Chris, and I know he was Danielle in Philly, and I was like, yeah, we didn't know. (laughs) We probably should have, uh, uh, I guess, is that part of like the five or ten year plan when you're doing something like planning out a business plan? I guess because we never approached podcasting like that. we didn't have a business plan. We didn't do this to make money. Yeah. We had regular jobs. Exactly. uh, And whatnot, nine to fives and whatnot. We didn't do this for money. We did it because we just knew that there was a side of the lifestyle that wasn't being told by the other podcasters out there. I'm not calling them out or anything. They just, they go about the way they tell things their way and that's fine. Yeah. We knew there was a whole nother side, a darker side in a sense of the negativity and being rejected, things like that, that are happening in the lifestyle that we felt people deserve to know about. We didn't want people going, say, to a sex club or a cruise or whatever, thinking like, oh, everyone's going to want me. Everyone's going to want to do it. Everyone's going to be fucking everywhere. And that's just how it happens. Because when I listen to this podcast, they're like, it was like, it was amazing. Like everyone was naked. Everyone people was, orgy. You look at even the Playboy show that we, we sure. do love, Swing. I think it was called Swing, right? Mm-hmm. And other than a couple little incidents, which my favorite episode is when the guy gets cucked and he doesn't even realize it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> clearly for a reason. But like other than that and another, I remember another incident in an episode where the guy was super jealous and freaked out and went crazy, yada, yada. Most normal emotions. Most of the time. Everything was like peaches and cream. Yes. All of a sudden, people, they would go down to that red room and people are playing, yada, yada. I, I want to watch Swing. I do want to Swing. <laughs> we can lock the doors. We can, we can uh, you can find them online and I can just airplay that shit to the TV. <laughs> but uh, that's date night right there. <laughs> and we just wanted to give another side of the story because we're just regular people in our, in our world. And we've been rejected. We've had issues at the club where i couldn't get it up you've had issues at the club where the guy was disrespectful yeah like it happens but nobody was telling that side of the story so when we started this years ago our goal was just tell the other side as well as the fun stuff i mean look episode two is our best episode and that's me being cucked for the first time (laughs) (laughs) and whatnot but you're popular how's that feel to know like our number one popular episode is you getting cucked and like you said i love that episode (laughs) (laughs) And like I said, and like you said, we were all about being real and raw, and we wanted to make the abnormal normal, as we would say, or I think that's our pinned tweet still, it says something like that. Yes. And we did, we wanted to put ourselves out there. We wrote that pinned tweet saying, hey, this is us, real and raw, Chris and Karen, yada, yada. Yeah. Not expecting what else would come from the world for us later down the road. Yeah, we would have made a fucking a persona, man. I don't know. I don't even have a name. It's always weird when we do things for you. And for like Swinging Along Studios or the Daniel Banks brand, it's always like I want to do things and write Daniel Banks. And then I'm like, do I write Chris? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I feel like I don't have a persona. I think you've been. Philly's cool, but I don't know if you can. It's weird. Like, come meet Danielle in Philly. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people have no, like, I mean, when they engage with you, even on 
not just Chatterbait, but some of my other streams and stuff like that, you're known as Philly. You're you're Philly on the Daniel Banks as the producer and stuff I like that. I guess I wish I just kind of came up with a creative name for myself. <laughs> I just think it, it fits with you being a huge sports fan with the exception of Eagles and stuff like that. So, <laughs> Philly, which, everything else. Sorry, sorry, Eagles fans. Which, by the way, my, my fans who are on the Daniel Banks side, who are Eagles fans, are so awesome. But I did, did actually that shot. No, no, I took uh, a little while you well, were talking. Cheers, baby. I'm trying better this year to allow you to do more talking and not interrupt you. To be fair, I don't interrupt you. Pretty sure that whole rant was the edible, by the way. But <laughs> I just, just want to, yeah, we're having our it's Valentine's Day, yeah. so um, it's a Tuesday. We're going out this weekend. It's date night in a fun. Day. Yeah, we're we're different. First of all, I, we've gone out on Valentine's Day, and it has been. Probably some of the worst going out experiences we ever had, other than us ending up at the dive bar afterwards. But we've always had, we always felt rushed at restaurants, like they were rushing us through, and we're like, yo, we just want to sit. I want to have like a glass of champagne and feel bougie and stuff, you know? But I get it. They're trying to turn the tables over as fast as they can because everyone's going out for Valentine's Day. And it, it's just also a, a cliche type of, um, Holiday. We keep it kinky. A lot of times on actual Valentine's Day, we stay in and we wait until that weekend or a day or two afterwards to go ahead and celebrate it. So we're celebrating it this weekend. I have no idea. All I heard was her say something like tied up and tens unit. Yes. Um, so I have a feeling that my Valentine's Day is not going to end like your Valentine's I've Day. I've <laughs> invested in some new tools um, as a dom and some things that I want to work on and practice. So you're going to be my test dummy. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Valentine's Day, um, I don't know how to feel. I feel like I... I'm not jealous in any way because I do think it's kind of funny, but everyone knows I've been having this brief little love affair, fun fling with frat guy, uh, frat boy, whatever I keep calling him, frat boy. And we've been having a really- I have written down as frat boy. All right. We've we've actually been having, I mean, it's been the, excuse me, it's been the most uncomplicated side piece relationship with my husband knowing (laughs) that I've ever been in. And I'm starting to wonder if it's because it is a a younger generation, right? There really isn't too much drama because no one, like, it's not like he, it's like you're done with another partner. Like if he was married or something like that, we, you know, there's another person that we have to take into consideration because they're in the lifestyle or if it's an old, I swear, I swear, Older guys, they get more problematic, and I love older men. Trust me, I, I there's something about a nice, tattooed dad bod beard. Just mm, sorry, uh, <laughs> I love Do you that. Need some pri- <laughs> private time. I think it's more. I'd actually like to watch. <laughs> I honestly think it's more like the late twenties, early thirties. I think the dudes that are. I think if you want a guy that doesn't care about commitment. Yeah, they don't have to care about it, but I think there there's dudes that are like they're in the they're in the bro the bro phase. Yeah, yeah. Because they still feel like they're part of the frats or the college life and stuff, but now they have to become adults. Maybe now family's putting pressure on them to start looking for someone. But they and, still want to party. But they still want to party. And have fun. They want to relive being 21 again. Exactly. Now, even though he it, is around I that do age, find but... more of the douchebag dudes I deal with are late 20s to maybe even mid 30s. It's the after 35 that are cool, and it's the under 26 that are cool. Yeah. 21 and 26. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know what single men are doing in the problematic stages, but and the funny thing is, the problematic stage seems to be what's flooding the lifestyle times, right? That's the general age range of people that, oh, I'm looking for, they're the ones on the dating site that are saying they're looking for love. They match with someone like me. Now all of a sudden they have a girlfriend or something, or they're in an open relationship themselves. And you're like, well, why is that on your profile? Because I think the problem with that age group is they're past their prime of being 21. And I'm not saying anyone's ever passed their prime in a sense of you're allowed to live. I was going to say, I'm 36, but I am 21. You're allowed to live life however you want. But just know when you're 26, 27, 28, 29, 30 years old, you're going to have family that probably judges you. If you're going out and sleeping till one in the afternoon, four or five nights a week, because you're out partying, living your best life. They want to live like that, but they don't feel like they can live like that. And have women match with them, they'll be okay with it. Yeah, because well, I get it. The women that are in that age frame now are, right. they're getting situated in careers. They want to start a family. A family yeah. because we have the whole like, after 35, it's high risk if you want to start a that, family. And, and honestly, because women are on a clock when it comes to having your own child. If we you are. Can. We so, are. So I think men should stop sometimes with the whole like, she's crazy if she's on it because we are limited and not what. Every female is the same. Someone could un- like unexpectedly need, say, an emergency hysterectomy for some no, cyst or I've, something. I've, and, absolutely. You know, so. But, but they're the women that they're dealing with. They and are. And they have to lie to them. Yeah. All they really want is to go out with friends and get laid. Yeah. I like a dude in his 40s and up. I mean, I have been with some guys who are even in their 60s. And I, this is why I don't like, I, I get the questions all the time about my age. I go, um, like, what do I prefer? And I go, well, the minimum has to be 21, right? Because I like to go out and stuff like that. Plus, it's just in my head. I don't know. I feel more comfortable. Like, that's what I want. 21 is my minimum. Um, but so the whole point of this is we've had such an unproblematic relationship. The sex has been awesome. We've talked about a few of the things. I mean, me and him see each other at least once a week. Um, his schedule's getting a little bit more busy because he's gearing up I mean he's graduating and moving on right so I'm sitting here and I it just dawned on me this is how nonchalant I am it was Saturday and I was like hey wait a minute so and so hasn't mentioned anything about Tuesday like frat boy hasn't hasn't said anything about like how does that work or anything like that because at this point we've communicated about everything. Hello, he rescued me from horrible date, you know, because you were out and stuff like that, and you it was still a win for you because you got a super hot fucking like I it, like I have a question when you are out um without me whether it's with friends or your brother and stuff like that, and you know I'm out on a fun adventure. Do you feel like you're so distracted in that moment with your friends or your brother? Like you feel like you constantly checking your phone? Like how like can they tell a difference in you? Like when you know that I'm taking that opportunity that we're having separate time? No, because I think uh what um I think what helps is society in this world is we're on our phones a lot anyway. Okay. So me looking at my phone constantly and being me being a huge sports fan that I am. Uh, you can balance the two. Possibly having some bets out on a, a maybe a basketball game that night. Yeah. When I'm out with the people that know me, know that I have other things going on that it's not weird <laughs> for me to look at my phone. Right. Every 10 minutes, just a peek. Okay. And whatnot. 
But honestly, I just when you're out and I'm out just chilling with people and I'm I'm out hoping that maybe something will happen for you. Uh, honestly, my goal is just get a couple of beers and relax. And okay. that's the goal. And relax because I, I, I can't get myself in the mindset of what might happen because I don't handle disappointment well. And not in a sense of like, I'm going to be mad at you. In a sense that it would it would just eat at me like, man, I got myself so psyched up for no reason. That sucks. And whatnot. <laughs> so I just don't even think about it. I enjoy it in my head. Plus, I feel you doing that, honestly, alleviates. I, I never feel Any pressure. pressure. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I I'm always like, oh, he's just, I'm disappointed. I know he's going to be disappointed. We're both disappointed. But then you and I tend to, we kind of turn that disappointment into us. I like. will say I, I run fun little scenarios in my head. <laughs> just chilling with my beer, yeah. whatever. Yeah. While having conversations with the people I'm with, I'll run generic scenarios in my head. Right. And I'll wait for you to text or call or whatever you're doing. And when I know for sure what was happening... Then I let loose in a sense of, okay, now I'm on that mindset. That's it. Right. She's like, hey, babe, this is happening. Right. I'm like, all right, now I'm on the mindset of hot, kinky, <laughs> but also protective. Right. And whatnot. If you're like, hey, you know, it's not one, it's one of those nights, you know, I can't find a match. Then I turn to, okay, not a problem. I'm going to go home with these scenarios in my head. We're going to talk about them. <laughs> we're going to talk about them and we're going to play. <laughs> yes, yes. And but I, that's what I love about That's what I was curious. I'm like, he doesn't really ever like apply pressure or anything. You do have a very chill mentality. Uh, what I love other it than the, all like, the time. Not even yeah. other. It's the, it's not realistic. you're very adamant, which I respect on the, I need to know when you're there. And I need to know when you're leaving because I, I, I want to be able to make sure you're safe. And I'm like, you know. That's why I like, but I, I, I don't, I feel like, am I feeling a certain way if I'm a little like, I was like, I haven't heard from him at all today, but I also don't know if he's trying to be respectful. Like this is a quote unquote love romantic, like romantic, oh my gosh, romantic holiday. I was about to say romantical because we joke about that in the podcast. Listeners have been like, that's not how you say that word. Which I know. <laughs> it's my made up you, word. You say that all the time to me though. You should have said just, it. It's just a fun it. word. Just but um, Romantical. But yeah, romantical, romantical day. <laughs> um, And I just, I don't know. The fucking I, word probably means something. Watch, I probably heard it somewhere else and I'm trying to take the credit for it. Um, So, I don't know. Should I feel a certain way? I still feel like I should have gotten like... Like um like a texter or something like that or is he just like there has been no mention about Valentine's Day at all except <sighs> I saw on Instagram that he's super stoked to be going out today. Okay. So and he's you going got you out. Curious, didn't you? Well, I wonder if he's going out like with an like like if he's going if he's going out with some first of all first of all. The beautiful thing about this lifestyle and me is that you can do anything you want. I think it's the the lack of communication. It's the up in the air. Like why? Like do you not? Are are you afraid I'll be jealous that you're going out with someone? Like I'm actually not even jealous. I'm just perplexed, and I just kind of want to know. Like first of all, I wasn't gonna plan anything with him for today anyway. Today is always while we don't celebrate traditionally. It's always about you and me. The only thing that I would ever do is say, hey, do you want to go to, if there was like a an event or whatever, like a club event, if this fell, like, fell, fell, fell on a weekend, 
I would be like, hey, is this something you want to go? But we both participate. We're not doing like. No, I mean, I, I understand what you, like, you're saying. Like, I would never go on a date with just a girl. Right, on Valentine's yes, Day. But. It's just weird because it's a mentality in your head. I would it's go like, on a date with a girl for me and you. Right. We have to do it together uh, in a sense. I would be okay being cucked on Valentine's Day. Right, that's But together. honestly, that might be one of the days I want to be there. Right, exactly. So, um, so it's nothing separate. It would have to yes, be together. Yes. And I get it. Like, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is, but it's like he might not be necessarily ready for that, even though, uh, if our listeners remember from the last episode, I said I was debating about either going to a strip club with him for like our last night together or take him to a club. He's very interested in going to the club. The problem is, is because he's not, I guess, necessarily comfortable, like, I don't think he's not comfortable with you being there. It's just the fact that in his head, he's afraid, like, we're, we're still husband and wife, you know? And he's like, is he going to beat my ass if I start doing this in front of him? Like, first of all, clearly my husband knows. <laughs> well, I was actually gonna, when you said that, I was going to be like, oh, so you guys, because I know he's graduating soon and leaving. <laughs> and I was going to say, oh, you're going out with a bang. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> and why not? Um, I I I, know, so I understand. Am I, am I, I understand feeling, the, I understand the thought process. Uh, jealousy, but in a different form, like not like a you can only be with me, yada yada. Or is it jealousy in a fact that of like I want to be thought of? It's jealousy because <laughs> you don't care. It's jealousy in a good way. Okay. You don't care that he is going on a date with another girl. Possibly. Possibly. I won't know until you don't care that he maybe sent flowers to another girl. You don't care if he got a Valentine's Day morning blowjob from another girl. No. Well, I'd love to hear about you it. You just want to <laughs> be thought of as well. Yeah. <laughs> no. Send me the picture of you getting a blowjob from the other girl and say, baby, I wish this was your mouth. Remember? Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, my God. That is the best Valentine's Day card ever. <laughs> um, remember how I said, I say all the time, you hear me say it on cam. I'm the most low-maintenance side girlfriend you'll ever have. Like, you don't even have to worry about texting me every day. I feel like today, though, should have been a day that you should have texted me, though. This is part, like, I didn't say I was zero-maintenance. I said I was low-maintenance. <laughs> Thinking of you, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Done. Hope you have a great time. Call me or talk. I want to get yeah. to that. I think you said, Thinking of you, happy Valentine's Day. Yes. Okay, yes, you're right. One that, little, yep. that's, that's perfect. Because it just shows that. I'm I'm okay being the side piece. I'm okay being just your fuck buddy, yada yada. But at least you appreciate the relationship we've had, and you thought of me. Yeah. So we're gonna travel down a quick road okay. of romantical on Urban Dictionary, which, by the way, Urban Dictionary is the best thing ever invented. <laughs> One definition says all romantic and shit. Baby, this trip is romantical. <laughs> Another definition. <laughs> So romantic, it's magical. His marriage proposal was absolutely romantical. So I didn't make up the word? <laughs> the third definition on, on Urban Dictionary. Romantical. A word for idiots. They actually think it's a real word that means something related to being romantic. In fact, it's nothing close to romantic. <laughs> it's just that these people are so stupid, they actually believe it's a word. Ignorant Hollywood slut says, he took me out to this super fancy restaurant for sushi, and it was so romantical. <laughs> I just love I'm that. I'm getting slammed for using it. <laughs> I just love that. How raw that went. Like, you're an idiot. <laughs> it's not a real word. Well, call no. me an idiot. 
god, Urban Dictionary. I use it all win. the time because it's a fun phrase for me. Uh, I whatever, it's a silly phrase that we everybody has a silly thing they use. I mean, I've had <laughs> fucking nicknames for girlfriends that don't make sense. Same for me, <laughs> like. You you do those things. You say words that aren't words because yeah. it's just a cute thing you do with your significant other. Yeah, I hear that. But so, yeah, so I think it'll be – I don't think I'm going to bring it up because I do I, – I, I, first of all, it's not that big a deal in reality. Like, it's not like I'm sitting oh, – I, I yeah, thought it was a no, nice thing to talk on the podcast. So I wonder if any of my other fellow – women in the industry if you've had these like kind of thoughts where you know you're with someone who is it's not monogamous it's not serious it's literally just a friend with benefits type of thing but do small little things like that make you wonder like hey why wasn't i thought of (laughs) because everyone has and if you don't then congrats welcome to probably being one of few people everyone has that need to feel wanted one way or another you could be the most wanted person in the world I love you to death, and I know you love me to death. I, You're all I need. Same as But if I was in the middle of having a relationship with a female, I'd still want her to think of me as well. Well, yeah. I want to feel a little... the purpose of developing relationships? I mean, that's what Polly's all about anyway. Yeah. I, I would Why knew feel... he wasn't going to be a long You term. don't have to be available, but I just want to feel a little wanted. Yeah. So. Like, when I get out of the shower and I send him some sexy shower pictures and stuff like that, I'm thinking of him. I'm making him feel wanted. But. He does return the favor, but. You're also not going to go key his car and. Oh, my gosh, no. carry Underwood no, on not, his ass. I don't even think I would even bring this up to him. I might jokingly be like, so how was your Valentine's Day? I was just curious if you were alive. And that's what makes you <laughs> but special. Don't be aggressive. And that's what makes our relationship unique and special that you can have feelings but not be like i want to like carry underwood this motherfucker for oh my god going out with someone else wasting that energy it's like the best of both worlds for a dude so the best way to get even is the fuck his best friend or his dad oh shit (laughs) it's got deep (laughs) because honestly and i i respect it i do like the girl first of all i get it people are I never judge monogamy relationships, just like I would never want the monogamy people to judge my non-monogamy style, right? Like, if you want to be monogamous with the same person, I fully fucking support you. So I understand why you get enraged with the cheating and stuff like that when it happens, because you had a, you had a, what you thought was a, uh, a deal with your partner that we were, we were going to be each other's partner. We were going to be monogamous. We we're going to love each other, be with each other sexually, only each other. So when the dude ends up cheating, I can understand the rage that a female would go through. But I don't know what this says about me, but I my rage would be channeled into my own self-pleasure and knowing that while that moment of maybe like carry on wood in this in the thing, like put a Louisville slugger and both headlights, you know, that's great. Um, he can fix that, but he'll never be able to take away the fact that his dad or his best friend's dick was inside of me. I you mean, can't do any. You can't that, fix that. I don't know why more women don't do that. That's I'm just saying, you. like you can fix the truck now, girl. You probably have charges you know, pressed against you. you no, know, exactly. You <laughs> and you're it. dealing with all that. So while it was great in that moment, why not have an amazing orgasm? Because in your head, you're like, I'm fucking his dad, or no, I'm fucking his best friend. You can't promise you'll come. It's a guy. I think. I think the dad. The would excitement do. of it. Oh yeah, and yeah. no, and like I'd want to be like. 
I can't wait. I can't wait to divulge this. Get yourself this. worked up all day. <laughs> That's what I like. And just knowing that he, there's nothing he can do. No, that's a great idea because you can't even get in trouble for it. No, he but like pro- you're, you, you can literally have like you announce to the family, well, I fucked your fucking dad or I fucked your best friend. I fucked your brother, whatever. Can you imagine like the Christmas dinners moving forward of like that one drunken cousin or the little brother who's drunk and, and like, hey, remember when Danielle fucked dad? <laughs> I, listen, I'm, you're special in so many good ways. I'm in for long-term and hurt. I now have so many thoughts that I'm going to deal with later. I can <laughs> deal with it in the red room. <laughs> and whatnot, but no, no, I, I understand. There's not a better mentality, yeah, I, I think. I, why? When you go and you fuck some dude's car up because he cheated on you. You're only giving yourself problems. Now what? He files charges. Now you have legal issues. Now you got to reimburse him maybe uh, even to pay for it's it? It's not worth it. Yeah, I don't want him to have my money, but I do want to have his dad's sperm inside me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> oh my God. Hey, honey, guess what? I'm what is, your what new is? stepmom. <laughs> I, I was going to make a joke and say- I'm pregnant with your dad's kid. <laughs> okay, here, here's a mind fuck you could do that you probably can't get in trouble for. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. You could tell him you fucked his best friend. And then, like, two months later, be like, oh, so I got some news. Oh, my God. It sounds like Entourage. You even watch Entourage. The friends <laughs> yeah, conspire. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and what, I wasn't even thinking of that. Even though I did start rewatching that. Um, <laughs> and you could be like, just make, you could mind fuck him a little bit because yeah. he deserves it. Because he cheated on you because he lied and he was a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a piece. If you don't, if you're not happy, just leave. It's very easy. Listen, especially if his dad's single, I just might become his new stepmom. I'm just saying. Like, I'm that petty. I will invest an entire marriage <laughs> into it. I'm just kidding. But, name, name the movie. Oh, 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 oh. No strings attached. Yes. <laughs> see, I wasn't even thinking about that. Look at that. It actually happened in a movie we've seen. Exactly. <laughs> but no, so I think I'm going to give him some fun jokes about it. But, I mean, yes, no, it's not anything aggressive. It's nothing like that. But it was a little moment of... Oh, he didn't think about me, but it is, I mean, maybe I also did something with my constant talking to him, like, hey, the, it's just strictly sexual and a fun going out. Like you're, you, when I'm out with you, you do have to protect me, keep me safe, keep me safe from fighting grown men as well, like <laughs> joking around. And so we do have that dynamic, you know, it's almost like you're a boyfriend when I'm out with you without my husband and stuff like that. Well, that's if you choose to go out with someone. Well, I'm talking about like me yeah. and him have had those experiences where I was out with him and his friends. If and- you plan a night to meet up and hang out, then you are responsible for take, protecting that person you're with. Yeah. If I randomly bump into you at a bar and we hang out for a few minutes, we didn't agree to be here. Oh, no, no. It yeah, yeah. My, It ain't my job. And I, trust me, you know me. I would be. If I run it ran over a chick and we were hitting it off for a couple, like half the night. I'm going to be, like, making sure she's good the whole time. Oh, yeah. But, like, well, you're a good guy. I, I mean, no response is anyone ideally supposed to protect you. But if you agree to meet up and hang out, you should be a boyfriend-like type in a sense of that you're protective of the person. You're not going to let anything happen to them. Right. Simple as that. Exactly. But, yeah. So, frat boys coming to an end. So frat you're gonna boys go out with a bang. So oh, by we... the way, going to the club sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Well, that's what, I mean, it's so weird because... I feel like twice this year I'm going to be going to the club with new people. Now, we've done newbie night at Saints and Sinners where we've gotten there early. New 
new people who are interested in lifestyle. It's where they open the club a little bit early. You can have some vets come in and talk, but it gives the new people a real, not a very as aggressive in your face type of, you might see people doing something in the playrooms the minute you walk in. It opens up earlier. You get to really have that dynamic with everybody um, that's newer, meet other newer couples. So you guys don't feel like, you know, left out. Um, but I'm literally going to be responsible for the new people. So like with him being there, it'll be interesting because I think the vibe is he just wants to watch play with me. Of course, but I don't think there wants to be anything else going on. And he's very, very, very nervous about having performance issues. Like, I don't know if it's because he's younger and he doesn't. And I'm like, well, dude, it's not like people are going to whip out their phones. They're not allowed to have that. And if you never go to another club again and you haven't live in this area, so like no one's going to know. So I think that's where we're kind of going to be out of like, I think he just wants to say, hey, I went to a swinger club. And I'm okay with that because I like watching and stuff and you can tag along and just be a fucking dude there if you want to. I'm going to cock that night. <laughs> you could be. Which, you know what I would love to to talk to Mimi Saints and Sinners about? Because it literally popped in my head. How, because we've never actually handled it like that, but how do they handle thropples? I mean, you're a lifestyle club, so you have couples and you have single guys with and single what, girls though? with entry fees and stuff. You probably charge the couple and then the single. But if you, what if you all? It's not always married people together. It could be three single people together, mm, legitimately. And you're in probably it. getting charged a couple and a single person. So you probably need or a couple three single person. But the people. woman is always yeah. But what if it's a throuple with two dudes? Well, then you're just coming Paying a lot. Coming 150. Paying a lot. But yeah. So <laughs> I will be letting our listeners know how that goes. Um, and whatnot. So we'll we'll see how his first experience. Because I'm also going to be taking the content house girls. They want to go to a club and experience it. This is, now this is me having to be responsible for six other girls You'll at the fine. Atlantic. We'll, let, we'll <laughs> let the club know ahead of time for that one. Definitely though. You think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll give them a heads up and ask how they want us to approach the situation. Mm. Like I don't want to step on their toes. Mm. Uh, okay. Obviously, we can give them all the credentials. We can give them our podcast. We can give them. Well, we're uh, just whatever. going there for them to experience it. I'm not doing any. Uh, I would give there. them a heads up because that's a lot of just single females coming into a club in one group. In one group, <laughs> and I know, like, listen, the club has plenty of women. Usually, yeah, single women. It varies. True. So you're talking about dragging five or six in at one time. I know they're not all single. Possible. I think most of them are. They're all one. single. Oh, they're all single. All single. Well, it's me. great for the club, but you might want to give them a heads up. Knowing that, you just, I feel like giving them a heads up the right thing. Okay. Do. You know, I'll take those plus advice. we can promote. Maybe they'll like do something. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, speaking of the content house. Yes. Uh, we're all ready to go on that. Sounds like, right? Yes. So I finalized everything last week. Actually, Friday. Um, we had our little we had our Super Bowl party that we had a couple lifestyle people that always come down for every Sunday we do something with our local lifestyle friends. We actually have one couple who they're in the kink community, but they are not swingers. They're they're very one hundred percent monogamous. They even identify as voyeurs because they do like watching, but they are one hundred they have a, a dom submissive relationship. Okay. But we you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 But they uh we always invite them 
and a couple of other lifestyles because we have like the red zone and stuff like that. And we turn football Sundays into just an all day event. It's a nice time to throw like parties where like you don't have to worry about getting super dressed up and you don't have to worry about like you can wear if you want to wear like a sexy like gym outfit, like yoga pants, be comfy because it's football and stuff like that. And I know I'm totally getting off topic there, but I, <laughs> because we were throwing that party this weekend, we stayed in this weekend. Um, so Friday night, I think, God, no, I started out pretty early, but Friday I had a very, very big day of signing everything for the new agency and whatnot. And I literally plopped down and I think what, from three yeah, 30, no, definitely. I was, cause I was bringing you, I believe a cocktail every so often. Yeah. On Friday. Yeah. And uh, you were just grinding. Yep. I just did everything I had to do for this content house. But yeah, no, the content house is coming in Ju- yeah, June, the second week of yes, June. Yes, the content house is coming the second week of June. Yes. Uh, location is undisclosed and we'll stay that way. <laughs> yes. Sorry, guys. We'll, we'll tell you when we're we on about. We'll be at the Bally's Beach Bar. Oh and... yeah, yeah, no, you know, you know, wifey here. Wifey will yeah. Snapchat the shit out of wherever we are. Exactly. If we're at Wild Wild West, if we're at Bally's Beach Bar. If we're at another beach bar, if we're at a bar, if we're at a club, yada yada. Um, so everyone is always more than welcome to come say hi. Just be respectful and know that we have other people with us, most likely. Yeah. That. Well, these are at least cam models, so they understand our lifestyle. Well, <laughs> Selena and I—that's her performing name. I can say that Selena is very much interested in the. She's the one we talk about. She's interested in the lifestyle as a single woman, and she's also uh, a beginner dom. Everyone has to start somewhere. So I hate when people cringe sometimes when you say that someone's uh, a beginner dom. And it's like, why? We all were beginners at one point. Like, you have to keep the dom population going. So, you know, at some point you have to let them in. So, all in all, I think the content house is going to be, you know, it's going to be diverse. And I think it's a lot of sex positive people who they want to look into what is also outside of the industry. Like... What so, other type of, like, this isn't just porn. Oh, there's real people living certain kinks, like, in real life. And they want to explore it themselves. If they end up not liking it, then they end up not liking, liking it. If they end up loving it, they end up loving it. And to the people that follow us that are not, like, following, like, sex workers and all that, like, cam models, but follow us because they're maybe in the lifestyle. Right. It. I think it'll be a nice... Uh, deep dive into our other part of our life yeah for swinging along fans like because there can be plenty of teaser videos that will be thrown up on our twitter and all that so you guys will get a little uh a little experience of how our other side of our life is now the double life wife <laughs> yeah daniel banks is completely completely different i feel i honestly i feel like it was an outlet for me to have an alter ego to and i think i've been happier since that you know, I can have the serious side of me and whatnot and be that. And then I can have the Danielle Banks side, which is just, she doesn't give a fuck how old she is. In her eyes, she's in her 20s and she is living her best fucking slut life. So I don't. Slut positive, baby. <laughs> so on that note, I do want to discuss um, a content creator a friend of mine who I uh, recently have bonded with, um, had some chats with, I love promoting 
fellow content creators. I really do, especially when they're trying to do a little bit more and think outside the box, whether it's, you know, starting their own clothing line, um, writing, writing seems to be a big one. And you know what? I love erotic stories. There's something about reading and putting together things in your own imagination because sometimes your imagination can be much better than what ends up on a production screen, you know, because your brain has no budget. So <laughs> you can go ahead and do whatever you want. But there is a new book out on Amazon and it's called The Bull. And it was written uh, by Blaze L. Wood who is a content creator friend of mine, him and his wife write these erotic stories and they wanted to write a unique story that wasn't necessarily a love story, like how 50 shades dove into BDSM, but in the end it still ended up being a love story. This is in no way a love story. And the tagline is, and I love this love is all about respect but this isn't a love story. The Bull by Blaze L. Wood is a collection of short stories told from the perspective of a bull for hire, featuring cum-slurping cuckolds, a chubby balding French maid, and a very naughty adult baby coming this Valentine's Day, which is say, out on Amazon Kindle and Kindle Unlimited this Valentine's Day. Pre-orders were available. I apologize. We just started talking about it today. So um, you can also visit houseofwoodbooks.com for more uh, information. The Bull, guaranteed to give your lady the ride of her life. So here's a little excerpt for any of our, oh, our guys who... Oh, we're going down the road. Hang on, by the way, I feel like I relate to this book. <clears throat> Let me... Uh... So... Let me get my best Daniel Bangs voice going. With a mixture of amusement and post-nut narcolepsy, I watch as my thick semen drools out of Lindsay's pussy. Holy shit. <laughs> Sorry, back. <laughs> a large glob forms at the edge of her lips. It's almost hypnotic as slowly it swells, drooping lower and lower. Finally, inevitably, it drops. Down into the eagerly awaiting mouth of Lindsay's pitiful husband, lying below her. Say thank you, dear, Lindsay giggles to the almost man lying beneath her. Thank you, princess, Cucky replies. Well, call him Cucky, because that's all he is. Well, all he is, to me at any rate, a nameless little cuckold who wants to watch a real man, in the case yours truly, fuck his wife. He's a sad sack of shit to look at. Physically, he resembles his own penis, short, stubby, and unlikely to please a woman. Certainly unable to please his woman the way I just did. That's excerpt number one. And here is another one. That's I can do this all day, by the way. <laughs> That's another benefit of fucking the wives of the pinpricked losers. Their pussies are always so good damn tight. I'd say I was worried about ruining Lindsay's vagina for Cucky, but I doubt he was ever getting to these depths using his fingers, let alone the tiny cock hidden between his chubby thighs. Also, who gives a fuck about Cucky? With a quick buck of my hips, I pull almost entirely out of her, and she whimpers and responds. The helplessness in her voice fuels me as I plunge hard, straight back into her, the force causing my balls to slap against the underside of Cuck's chin with a sloppy slap. I pull out and ram back in again, and again, 
each time accompanied by the literal slap in the face of humiliation for Cucky, while his wife moans and grinds on his face appreciatively. Each wet smack pushes me on to make the next thrust harder and faster still. Go out and buy the bull. All right. Well, that I was. I think it's that, like ninety nine cents or something. That so was there the, you go. That was the show. <laughs> Have a great day. No. <laughs> and if you guys want to go ahead and give the creator a follow on Twitter, it's immortal. I m m o r t a l i s a f. So I'm sorry. It's immortalis af. Immortalis is fuck. That's what you got to think of. I think well, that's what I think of. We'll, uh, we'll share it on our Twitter <laughs> and Instagram as well. We will, but guys, go ahead and take a take a read to that. It's really, really, really dirty, erotic, especially for the couple. Speaking of cucking, since you know we got that out of the way, sure. Um, we also have Exotica coming up. Mm. Let's not let everybody forget. I know the content house, fucking huge, fucking big. Oh, but Exotica's in a April. Huge step. But Exotic is up first, and we this will definitely be man. in Chicago. And normally, I sit home and I have naughty thoughts. Why first time you're coming to Chicago? Why? With I, me. Why I chill? But uh, I'm coming with you because we have other things we plan on doing, like company wise and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have me around. Mm-hmm. My question to you was: Do you have any other plans? Like play plans? Possibly. Well. I haven't organized anything yet because I do feel I'm very busy business-wise, but I know we did get invited to some, like, hotel takeover at one of the hotels, but it's not a whole takeover. It's, like, a a hotel party. Not a takeover. I'm sorry. Hotel party with someone who listens to our podcast, some fellow lifestyle people. Um, But I haven't organized anything yet. I, I really would love to go to an after party with you and, like, find someone at the after party. But I want them to, like, be okay like they i want you in the room while i get fucked well i think that oh okay yeah. i was gonna say so you went right to get fucked and my thought was like oh when you were talking about um <laughs> frat boy and i still have this fantasy of being out with you yeah and being like the cuck like this whatever it's it's about you too yeah. You know, you two go on the dance floor and dance. Oh, well, Things of course. Like that. Well, I would, you know what, what I think would be fun is if I'm like, I'm talking to someone at the after party and I just kind of put my hand out and I go, all right, beta, I need a new cocktail. And I go back and engaging with him and you just have to, and I'll be like, oh, do you want anything? My beta will get it for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah like, all right. Yeah, all right. But I think now, we're on the same page here. Oh, I, it's still February. I think more because it's like more towards the end of April, more stuff will get uh, planned probably the end of March, beginning of April. Cause people, you know, they gotta, I guess, see if they have the days off or whatnot. But, but I do, speaking of exotica, I do have something I kind of been wanting to chat about and I got to be careful of how I say this. So, you already know I'm I'm doing at least three hardcore collabs uh, with some pretty big names. I'm very excited about it. So one of my collabs um, is very well known in art industry because of how honestly what it really makes me more turned on to him is how well he treats other people. He has like the best for male talent. He has the best reputation. He's very nice, comical, uh, fucking amazing dick. Like I see it all the time on Twitter and. 
he he kind of made my clit tingle when we were talking because he reached out to me and we ironically enough about two years ago we were supposed to get together in new jersey exotica um but something happened i don't know if he didn't make it there or the schedules didn't align something happened it wasn't last year it was the year before and i was there the year before but me and him were supposed to collab. i I don't know if he i think think you were i was clapping but i don't think he made it to was it it was real restricted then though no, that was the first one back where it wasn't as. No. That's when we went to Top Golf with MMC and stuff like that. Yeah, no, that one was really restricted. So because last year would have been 2022. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, no, 2020 would have been the restricted Yeah. One. Did they have it in 2020? No, they didn't. And 2021 was still pretty restrictive. Well, we were restrictive yeah. in the sense that... If it you was, weren't vaccinated, yeah. you had to, but we, I was, so. Yeah, no, it was still but, a little, so maybe it was, like, not worth some people's time. Right, well, I don't think he yeah. ended up going or whatnot. I, I don't know what it was. Because last I, I year, just, fully. We we were planning all the way up, but we weren't as talkative as we were now, but it was funny. He reached out to me, and he, he's made some statements that are kind of fun, flirtatious, that kind of make you go, ooh, like, he was like, I'm not letting you slip through my fingers this time, and, and like, he's been very nice because he's been wanting to work with me. He wants to do, like, a whole like jersey devil vixen type of play which i think is fun because i'm labeled as a jersey slut you know so i think the fact that he has been paying attention to my twitter is like whoa we've kind of been very flirtatious back and forth with each other but i feel very like that he's like i don't know that he kind of is really i don't know if it's a turn on that a male talent has been so wanting to work with me but i do see all the compliments he gets from everybody and our we've kind of been sexing a little bit but like fun sexing like oh i'm gonna it's gonna be hard not to like have like a real orgasm over and over again we collab you know what i said to him and he was like we know people can enjoy pleasure with this it's natural to happen and which it is very natural you hear about all the time in the industry that i prefer women that don't hold back well yeah well i think it's you have to go you can tell when people on screen, which most people watching porn are not looking at the chemistry, but there have been stories where production ends and people still keep going at it because they're trying to, they want to finish with each other or whatever. I was going to say, guy sadly can't fake it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think there's something hot about, like, if you are really vibing with that person that when you're getting, when he's hitting it from the back, it's only natural that you might come. Yeah, well, <laughs> we have such an amazing vibe with each other that I'm kind of looking at it as, oh, you don't want to be unprofessional because, like, if we end up making, like, fire content together, what if, like, is it wrong to be getting so much enjoyment out of it? Or can I, like, is it, am I going to cross the line if I'm, like, hey, so-and-so, so now that we're done, like, filming and, like, being professionals, uh, you want to fuck for real? <laughs> There's no line you can cross unless there's a line that he's crossing. And I think that what that's what makes you, and I'm, I'm going to sound biased as fuck. I'm sorry. Like a <laughs> fucking writer for a home team. That's what makes you one of the best people in the business in a sense of you're real. Like you're a real life swinger, real life poly open type marriage. You can do that. And there's no problem. <laughs> So as long as he's not crossing a line, there's no line you can cross. Yeah. The only way a line gets crossed is if it becomes like a relationship and it turns ugly. And but you oh know, no, this would be like a this would be like a yeah, Chicago flame yeah. kind of thing. So there's no line you can cross unless he's got yeah. someone he can cross a line with. Or maybe <laughs> I'll just really enjoy us filming and just like 
Let loose. Yeah. Yeah. Which will be kind of fun. But I'm very like, if there's someone that is really getting my clit tingling that I cannot wait to be in the presence of, it's this person. Can I say the only problem you'll have with that, and it's not a bad problem. Okay. Is you may have to like edit some of the footage <laughs> because I've seen you orgasm and he, if you orgasm while he was inside you, I guarantee you, you'll feel his dick get two times bigger. <laughs> the way you orgasm. Is like, holy shit, this is the most amazing feeling in the world. And you're just like, oh, like it's like, it's like you just let it all out. So I can see you just like kind of like drop, like if you're like doggy style, I can see you just kind of falling forward. Yeah. And whatnot. So that's why I said you might have to edit a little bit, but. He's gonna, see that. He's, gonna, he's gonna love it because okay. you you orgasm. And it's like a compliment to the dude. The yeah, no, I have nothing uh, planned. But if anyone's in Chicago and uh, is looking to make my Chicago trip uh, a little bit more pleasure, since it's mostly business, I mean, I'm down for that. Speaking what do of, I say? Shot of beer. Speaking of pleasure, do not be emailing me. Ask me what my hotel room number is. <laughs> uh, you're you're currently talking to someone right now, though. I am. It's still new, but uh, it's been really good. Um, so I'm talking to. Okay, so I've been diving down uh, a little bit more. I'm gonna say like darker road, but I don't necessarily like that's because like that's just what society thinks of it and has labeled it. But as much of an alpha as I am in real life, we've, we've talked about this. I have a submissive side. I'm technically a switch. My submissive side, though, hasn't been coming out as much. I've really been owning the alpha, but... Because I think you're truly an alpha. You're like 75% alpha, 25% sub. Yes. It's not 50-50. And it's just the way it was. you were meant to end up being eventually. But I have these moments where I slip into this, like, submissive... Like, I can't even function properly as a, as a dom because I I can't keep my brain from slipping into... If I'm doing something to you, like, oh, I wish this was being done to me, you know, type of type of mentality. So um, I, I found myself slipping down that again. And then I, can I be honest? I had an amazing, amazing, I was on my free cams because I'm an internet whore. I'm all over all the websites. <laughs> Daniel Banks is going to be everywhere. Um, and one of my followers, who's actually awesome, he's coming to Jersey um, and I'm so tempted, man, because he, we have, we have great chemistry. We talk all the time on snap, but, um, we were in a private show and he just, he said, I could tell, I could tell like you, you needed this. And he kind of pleasure dot me. I would come and then he'd make me keep the vibrator on. Cause I have a very, very sensitive clit. So that's a little bit of a form of torture. Very, very. like I have to take a couple of seconds sometimes be like, hang on. Like there's no back to back. Going down on her orgasms because I got to give her like 30 seconds. 30 seconds. That's all. Um, and uh, we we were kind of doing the pleasure dom thing and just kind of the way he was talking and stuff. It just even though it was 100% virtual. I was obviously controlling my own pleasure, but with his instructions, it really kind of just. So I decided to go into some forums because I felt like I want, you know what? I really haven't been able to find, I think, that daddy dom since the the other guy, FetLife guy. And I was like, I don't I don't necessarily know if I always want a daddy dom though. I don't know. I feel like some a lot of dudes try to relate that they're daddy doms because they're just alpha or whatever, but they don't really understand the whole daddy dom yeah, dynamic. The daddy dynamic. dom dynamic is more about care and 
Well, I also have a small... <laughs> I think we've talked about this, but I can't remember all of our fucking episodes, but... I have a small humiliation kink myself. I There's a reason why I'm a cuck queen at times. I do get off on being told that someone else's vagina pussy felt so much better and stuff like that. Um, I know it's weird. It's not weird. It, it, well, I know cuck queen is a real thing for a reason. The same as the cuckold. That's you see weird. so many more men, though, now that are coming out as cucks and stuff like that. You don't really – I literally enjoy being degraded sometimes, and I like the infliction of pain. I mean, oh, there's a reason a why I literally like getting lit on fire. So, I mean, it's just – You <laughs> definitely have a small part of status in you. Well – Funny you should say that because I went into a forum and I went searching down a dark rabbit hole. Alice, which pill are you taking? The red and blue. I know I just mixed two different types of movies, but I love Alice. <laughs> um, I went down the rabbit hole and I actually found the conversations I was having with a, a new type of dom uh, to be just as enjoyable as the daddy dumps and they were considered uh sadists so they get pleasure off of inflicting pain and uh degrading someone but they are t- always typically paired up with a person that received so this is how it was um explained to me by the dom that i was talking to the sadists will, if they're a true sadist, will only work with submissives. And I say work, but play, sorry, play with submissives who are into the de- degrading and into the, like, they get pleasure from feeling pain. It's not pleasurable for a lot of them, the sadists, to do it to women that are into it. Like, he goes, that's where you're, like, drawing, like, that fine line. Because you get pleasure off their pleasure. Exactly. The, so, the female should be getting, or the, the partner, sorry, and the partner for some people, getting. pain is pleasure. So even if they might sound like they're in pain, they're enjoying it, and you know that. Absolutely. So it's, he goes, you're not, you're, you're just considered an asshole. <laughs> I, remember, Basically, I, mean, I remember him saying that, and I was like, oh, that's so true. So I was very grateful that he was answering all of my questions and being very patient. And I even made, like, a joke. I was like, oh, I, you just correlate you know sadists into maybe that's their whole personality and he was like no he goes actually a lot of sadists have they're nurturing they're very like they know how to give aftercare and stuff like that and if anything he goes you're gonna have your your jerk offs in the like community just like any community and i was like oh my god i use that expression all the time like there's gonna be assholes in the swinger lifestyle that say rude comments about people's bodies yeah, and performance. You, you can't, There's bad apples in every group. So. Exactly. You can't get rid of them. You just have to learn to avoid them. Right. And- so with us talking, um, it kind of, he, of course it led into, and he was a little slick. I will give him that. So I'm, I'm not like putting this guy on a pedestal. He kind of slid in and was like, well, what, like, what is intri- like intriguing you about this? And I said, well, I, Oh, hello, like the other day, I just got a new crop. And I like literally was just like, the first time I went to like, 
spank you with it. I went nice and hard when I should have went a little bit softer to test it out first. I know you were good. <laughs> okay. There's no such thing. It's but as I was like doing it on different parts of me, it was feeling good. I just got another toy that, that rolls across your skin. I fucking love that. The Electro, I'm sorry, the TENS unit. I literally have tried that out on myself first because that's also the nurturing thing in me, like the Dom me. I'm trying stuff out on me first to make sure it's okay. Yeah, but you enjoy it still. I also think that a Dom shouldn't do anything with a sub until they know how it feels like you have to know the the type of infliction oh, of pain and you even are if doing. The, even if the dom's not into uh that type of play no, for you should be testing it out you should still test it on yourself however with you yet again you're unique and amazing <laughs> thank you you're also part sub yeah so you also get pleasure out of <laughs> testing it i out. do i do but i was just kind of you know Talking to him, I told him about my previous experience with other doms and stuff. And I said, um, well, I really do enjoy that. I don't know. I feel like I want to broaden my horizons a little bit. And we started talking about some things. And some of the stuff that he told me, like, would you be into this? Like, And he told me, like, the, the grading that he's into and stuff. And I got to admit, while we were talking, I was getting very horny. You were downstairs you were like catching up on something on Barstool and I pulled out my vibrator and just from the conversations ended up having an orgasm. Like oh, is that when I it. found it on the bed? Yes. No, it did not fall the thing. <laughs> it didn't fall out of the thing that's three feet away from the bed and land in the bed. Yeah, so, I'm like, he's not going to believe that. <laughs> I knew we were going to be doing the podcast. Right. I want to so tell you, but you got some that plans coming up. We do. Your... So we actually are going to go for drinks next week. Oh, me and him. Oh, so soon. Yes. Uh, just drinks that he, like, this is actually like one of his rules. Like, he's like, I won't play with someone on the first date. This is big because I know you've been dying for a Dom that knows what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, but he's into some, he's into some, like, hardcore stuff that he even said I won't do that with someone who like we have to work our way up to something yeah, unless they were experienced well yeah that. but he like based off of what we're kind of discussing I definitely I'm I'm very much fucked up no oh, no I am. no oh no. I've come to the conclusion it's okay to be fucked up though my I, my mental state was some of the things he was saying like what, what type of degrading do you like and stuff and I was like well I mean I, what female likes to be told that another woman's pussy is well, better than hers cheers to being <laughs> fucked up because I topped the level of fucked up okay <laughs> and whatnot if you're telling me fucked up's okay then cheers to that cheers to that but no we're going for cocktails next week and you know we've been chatting you know every day so and i know there's a little uh part of you that's been dying for this type of play and it always it's not a i don't get selfish thing. if it's selfish thing, you can tell me but i always feel bad that i can't give it to you i want to give it to you deep down inside i'm like i you know i can go up there i can dom her Real and raw. I'm so sorry. You would definitely have that same reaction out there somewhere. <laughs> but I just, in my head, I'm like, it's not fair to her for me to not be able to get into it because I don't know what I'm doing. Listen, I love spanking you, but yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't even know where to go after that. Now, you know what? I'm very appreciative <laughs> of you because when we were all in lockdown, you made such strides, 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 sorry, <laughs> to... Give me, because we literally, we couldn't do anything. We chose also not to do anything because obviously we were just, we were in the middle of a pandemic. We didn't know what to do. You know what I mean? So you really took the the reins and was like, 
I'm not too good at this, but I'm going to channel it. And I will say, while I was very appreciative of it, and it did help, like, it did, get, like, kind of make me feel a little bit like, oh, I'm getting a little bit of play. Because of how beta I know you are, it almost kind of wasn't enjoyable at first. Because I'm like, no, no, no. And do I'm not give this that face. And I, it's, a, it's a compliment to you. Because I knew... This was kind of our version of taking one for the team. You were really stepping outside of your comfort level of what you don't know. And you were doing something to help please me in a sense. And that's basically what taking one for the team is. You ha- you don't have like a dominant bone in, in your body like that. I'm not talking about protective. Protective is completely different. But you are not a dom. Correct. You're protective. You are a good guy. You treat women with respect. You're protective of women. Protection, you can be a tough guy and be able to fight someone and protect someone in the Ayata. That's fine. It doesn't mean you're necessarily dumb. It just means you're a good fucking person. You're a good dude. You don't have that bedroom dominance like aspect, and that's okay. That's what makes us work so fucking good. So when you were kind of putting aside that like well, you don't like spanking. Yeah, that's fine. You can call me a good little slut all day long. But when I really need it, like, well, you are a good little slut. <laughs> thank you. But when I needed the whole daddy dom thing, it was, it would make me giggle because I would because be like, oh, can, I just, you, yeah, you giggle because you can't even take it seriously because I just know what I've done to you as a dom, and I'm just like, this is adorable. So this is good. I'm happy. Uh, obviously, I hope it works out. Yeah. I'm um, here for you. I'm we got to see if there's chemistry and all, but and it'll be interesting because some of the play he has experience in is, it's, it's really like. Oh, we'll have to talk off air because I'm intrigued now because maybe I want to, I want to try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only thing you can have done to you that I can't have done to me is something to your vagina. Because I don't have one. It's more so how hard the impact play can go. There's the not just of the dropping of the candle wax on you, but maybe having you know a yeah, little bit no, of the, no. the the tens unit type of play. The it's a little bit of a pleasure dom sense as well. Like they'll put vibrating uh, uh, nipple clamps on you, and someone who has very sensitive nipples like me that'll just drive you fucking oh, insane. God. That's like. I felt like I was going to make you come sometimes with my sucking on your nose. <laughs> exactly. You get like that and you're bucking. And I'm like, yeah. in my head, is there a chance you could come? Is that possible? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's so just. So vibrating nipple clamps? That sounds awesome. It's just you. all the different types of, of things that you can do that inflict uh, pleasurable pain. Like we have the, the, the labia clamps, you know, that go on, on. Like I said. <laughs> <laughs> the labia clamps that attach to your nipples and like there's so many different things like yeah. i don't like there's certain things i don't do that he's like 100 percent cool with but and that's the cool part about it yeah you know what he brought up that we brought up but i never thought i'd find someone that would actually be into it but so now i feel like i've been talking a lot of shit and now i'm confronted with the okay well knife play okay like how? <laughs> I'm intrigued now. So, so <laughs> from my understanding, like Joker, you're gonna have scars on your face. No, my God, no. So there's multiple different versions of it. Apparently, um, 
just simply having like the the metalness of the of the like the coldness of the blade just on your skin there's no cutting nothing like that it's like the I guess the aggressive nature of that someone has a knife on you which I told like we're gonna get to this in a minute then there are people who do like they'll do little tiny cuts and they do like it's knife and like blood play or whatever just like on their arms whatever then they end up like rolling around and it's like whatever so I found out. <laughs> this feels a very American horror story hotel. Now, I could talk a lot of shit, but when confronted with it, I'm like, hard pass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would be afraid that it would be I'm not judging Mars. it. I think it's hot. I there's, We've talked about this before. I have a certain side of me, which I maybe it is because I'm fucked up. I am into some things where I think, like, vampire play is fucking hot. I think, you know... Uh, I in my head it's very hot with the knife play but then I start getting like clammy hands thinking about being with someone that's doing that I don't think I could do that sometimes though that's the thing you need though I don't think I ever trust someone my my kink level is like ultimate humiliation turns me on yeah oh I know ultimate like I'm talking I know the darker the kinkier the dirtier the better the weirder, maybe the better. Yeah. And in my head, I get a pit in my stomach just reading about maybe what I like. Right. And I'm like, oh, oh, I have a pit in my stomach. It should not. That's not a good thing. But then I'm rock hard. So it's like, okay, I guess even though I'm clammy, I'm nervous, even though it's not <laughs> happening, reading this thing, I got a pit in my stomach, yet I'm hard. Yeah. A little different with a, a weapon. Well, you, like you said, it would have but to be reading someone about it, rust. I mean, I have so many, like, we used to call it. When he talked about it, did you, we get, used to call did it you spicy, get turned on at We used to all? call it spicy book talk all the time. And a lot of times they use, like, kidnapping and, and the knife play and stuff like that. And people were eating. They were buying a shit ton of these spicy talk books. There are people who have this. I think it's the bad boy that every, every. And I can only talk on my perspective that every female wants. We all want a little bit of that bad boy who is going to, um, you know, just not be aggressive in that aspect of it. But, like, he's just a bad boy. And he pushes limits and stuff and things like that. So, again, I know I'm fucked up. This is why I'm not a licensed professional. <laughs> just keep it real raw, baby. That's keep it all. real raw. But I, and I do love a bad boy. But I also love a 40-year-old dad bod tattooed beard i love frat boys i feel like i can make a dating profile for you because like i just know what you want i love women i love couples couples i'm i'm ready to unicorn the shit out of i this mean thing. i'm waiting to like break a couple's like unicorn virginity like i want to break multiple ones speaking of that i think i've said this on the podcast but like that's like <laughs> another like big turn on for me is like the fact that you would be something that is hard for us to get in general. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's already hard for us to get one. But no, my wife offers her shit up for all the time. Oh god, you you'd come home and be like, "I'm a fuck up." Like, I can't. It already came. Dude, if I'm vibing with a husband and wife, I mean, nothing could stop me from licking her pussy and sucking. I've tried to Google "cucked" by wife and couple. Oh. For like a story and can't find anything. I'm about to start writing my own shit. Like what I like and what I want, I can hardly find. And you know what's funny? And you think you're fucked up, but no offense, being in the industry that I'm in, like there's way, like some people are probably like, oh my God, is she really talking about knife play? And like, I'm sitting there going, 
you should see some of the shit I get from other people. So <laughs> this is actually probably subnormal. <laughs> but yeah, so drinks are coming in the future. I'll let everyone know what's going on with that. And ah, we have so much coming up. I'll so let excited. everyone know about Frat Boy and all of that. So Which, by but. the way, if you wanna if you want a chance to get into my wife's pants <laughs> and you're respectful and you don't mind buying a beer and a shot, we are planning hopefully an AC trip mid March. Probably right around St. Patty's, St. Patty's Day, Day. March so, Madness. You know, come shoot your shot, bro. Yes, we'll be in Atlantic City sometime in March. We'll get the exact. We'll have a room, so come yeah. shoot your shot. Hell, I am ready. I'll be the slutty <laughs> one at the bar with the red hair. But guys, thank you so much again for listening. Yes, and thank you for listening. I'm gonna get this. I'm getting this up on Valentine's Day. That is my goal today. While you're making us the most amazing dinner, yes, I'm gonna get this motherfucker uploaded <laughs> so everyone can listen today. Awesome. So, guys, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at Swinging Along Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, where we uh, we post a little bit more naughtiness since we're allowed to. At Swinging Along sixty nine. Of course, you can always follow us on our Snapchat, where we love chatting with you guys and showing behind the scenes stuff of what we can, and uh, especially right before Exotica and all this. A lot it's gonna of big be, things yeah. coming up beyond so you can that. Follow us. At Swinging Along 69. And if you guys have any questions, comments, your own stories, your own experiences you want to share, we would love to, you know, talk about it, uh, talk to you. Um, so you can send us an email at Swinging Along 69 at gmail.com. Very good. <laughs> think about that one. And I'm also proud to announce that we will be having a Patreon launch by the next podcast episode. So for those that are looking to, um, you know, throw a little support to the podcast with some perks. Absolutely. We would appreciate that. Of course, giving rewards back and stuff, but it'll all go towards buying new mics and just keeping the podcast up and going. We got to get some portable ones for Exotica. Yes, yes. So. yes. Cause by the way, you guys are going to get a, a little taste of our content house as well. Yes. It, we're not, we, I don't know. I mean, you guys have followed us for six years now, whatever it's been. Let's go. I know. So we hope you guys had a fun, kinky Valentine's Day, and we love you guys. So bye. Bye.